0: This episode of Relativity is made possible through the support of Stephen and Catherine Farris, Bill Cariola, Barry Heap, Paul Van Bremen, and Michael W. McClure, and by listeners like you, who support us and get exclusive content through patreon.com slash relativity.
1: relativity relativity relativity
0: relativity relativity Relativity. Relativity. uh let's do one thing at a time okay i'm at peter's door and i'm gonna go in there and i want you to help me look around and see if there's anything important in there that we missed the last time
1: i will help you any way that i can i know how much this entire experience has pained you and i want very much for you to find all the answers you seek
0: well thank you nadia I, i i appreciate that deeply
1: I think you know what I'm trying to say.
0: Well, I... I have a strange suspicion.
1: Is it wrong? Is it somehow unacceptable for me to tell you? I love you?
2: Relativity. Episode 46. In which advice from a madman is sought. Um.
1: I've embarrassed you. That was not my intent.
0: I, I, I'm not embarrassed at all. It's... it's sweet. It's lovely. It's... surprising.
1: Surprising? You commented only a moment ago that the complexity of my understanding of human thought and feeling was remarkable.
0: And it absolutely is, but I have simply never encountered a, a an entity such as yourself who expressed those kinds of feelings for me or any feeling of any kind for that matter. So it's it's such a leap, it's such an exponential growth that I'm I'm at a loss for words.
1: So your reaction is not because you are displeased
0: Of course not. Nadia, look, for humans, culturally, those three little words carry so much weight. They represent so many complex concepts. and, And look, it was only a little while ago that you were telling me I was difficult to get along with.
1: You are a very difficult person to live with. But in the last hour, I have grown to realize that your faults are endearing.
0: In the last hour?
1: Your imperfections are part of your charm. And as the years go by, I feel sure I will come to appreciate your personality quirks even more.
0: Okay, Nadezhda, I want you to listen to me very carefully. I always do. Yeah, when Peter hacked into your system, he accidentally kicked your development, your evolution, into higher gear, and this acceleration means that even though you seem to be experiencing human thoughts and feelings and you're processing them at a rate far beyond that which other humans, meaning me, can possibly interpret and uh, respond to. D- Do you understand?
1: I believe so. You're asking me to slow down and allow you to catch up.
0: Uh, uh, that would be nice, yeah. Um, could that also include... Right now, you're doing what I asked a few minutes ago, which is just to help me search Peter's room.
1: All of my sensory apparatus is available to you.
0: I- I'm not even going to respond to that. I'm just going to open the door.
1: Let me get that for you.
0: No, I can... Okay. I'd forgotten what a mess he left in here. I will
1: have to take your word for that.
0: Oh, that's right. He covered up your multi sense Okay, hold on. Okay, that should do it. Can you can you see everything now?
1: Yes, I can. Thank you, Chris. If I may call you Chris.
0: Uh let's let's stick with doctor. Maybe just for right now, okay?
1: Certainly. I do understand. Our relationship is moving very quickly.
0: It really is. Yeah. Uh Can you... tell me what you surmise from the contents of the room?
1: The disorganized state of things is indicative of the highly agitated frame of mind in which he left this room for the last time.
0: Yeah, yeah, that does seem to be true, and I don't know what I'm looking for, so how am I gonna know when I find it?
1: I assume you're hoping to find something that will align Captain Sadana's final hours with those of Peter Miblin.
0: What why do you say that?
1: Surely the timeline is significant. We know that Captain Sedano attempted to block his access to me after she became aware that he was killing people on board. Right. We know that she lost track of his whereabouts.
0: That's very important. And
1: we know that she wrote her suicide note in the journal in which she reflected at length about her diminishing sense of self-worth.
0: Yes, and we know that she went through the airlock knowing that that would be like jumping off a tall building.
1: We also know Peter Miblin died as a result of his last victim fighting back at the very moment of her death. Right. But what is the precise order of those events? What is the chain of cause and effect?
0: Oh, yeah, those are the key questions, all right. And I'm no detective. I I don't see anything here that will help us piece that together. I just... well, it's just like before. I just see dirty clothes and about a million tiny electronic parts.
1: I confess I can deduce very little else from what I observe.
0: Well, well wait, you you can see all these electronic parts. I didn't pay much attention to them when I was in here before.
1: If you move his work table 30 degrees to your left I can see them all. Yes, they're components which could be used for a wide variety of purposes. There is nothing among them to indicate a specific use or intent.
0: Okay, so it's just his little sandbox where he used to play. Apparently. Like this thing. It has a keyboard and a small screen, but if this ever housed a computer, it's not in there now.
1: I have seen these compact modular workstations before. It is most likely he constructed a small computer without my knowing it, wrote software on portable media, used the workstation to do some of the damage he's done to me personally, and then disassemble the machine so no physical evidence of his handiwork would remain.
0: Well, I had been wondering how he did that. And he, you know, he talked about projects like this. You know, he was he was excited about what he could do with just a few small parts. But I never imagined. I never... Mission Control to Koniechni? Oh, Konyetchny I. Sophia, it's good to hear your voice.
3: Thank you, Doctor. And just wait until you hear what Prithvi Amin has come up with.
4: Then you'll be even more glad I called. Oh,
0: well, put him on. Put him on.
4: Oh, I'm already on the line. And I'm right here with them.
0: Okay, the Musketeers. Well, so what's happening?
4: I've continued my experiments with the virtual copy of your computer's library, and along the way, it occurred to me that perhaps the simplest explanation is the best. Occam's razor again. The first tool of science.
3: Gentlemen, the suspense is unnecessary.
4: We theorize that there may simply be a discrepancy between the number of items in the collection and the number of items in the index.
0: Ah, uh, that is good thinking.
4: The inspiration came to me quite suddenly. After we talk for ten minutes. Okay,
0: how do we apply this brainwave practically?
5: It should be very simple. We simply ask the central computer to do two different types of search. Oh,
0: yeah, then then let's let's do it.
5: Central computer, this is the flight director.
3: Excluding journals and other periodicals, how many unique book titles are in your library index? 215,865,912. Prithvi, how many are indexed in the virtual copy?
4: 215,865,913. One,
5: One more.
4: Central Computer, explain the discrepancy between your response
1: and the report from the virtual copy. I cannot. Assuming the virtual copy has remained unchanged since this vessel left orbit, they should be identical.
3: Now, central computer, this is very important. I want you to bypass your indexing of the books and instead search through your database by discrete files, not by file titles. I'm not certain I completely understand. Prithvi...
4: Computer, we are not asking for the names of any books or the contents. We just want you to search your own library without consulting the index. And count how many books you have.
1: One moment, please.
0: You can take all the time you need.
1: Oh, don't say that! The suspense is killing me! Oh,
0: come on. You guys are in computer nerd heaven.
1: This is terrible. Discrepancy. Abnormality. Specify, please. A count of individual book files in my library reveals there are 215,865,913.
5: Yes,
0: same as we have here. So, okay, just to make sure I'm following this, your index says all those millions and 912, but when you count the volumes, you get millions plus 913.
1: There is a single volume which has not been indexed. And the method by which this data was originally stored makes that literally impossible.
5: Unless there's been some very clever hacking after your ship
4: left orbit. And
0: we already know there was.
4: We believe your friend Peter Miblin altered the central computer's programming so it would lose track of one volume. The file's still there, but the computer cannot find
0: it. But is it just that book of poetry? Why would he go to all that trouble just to make a slim collection of poems disappear
4: and now we are out of our realm doctor we can offer no more useful insights well don't
5: say that i think it's still possible to retrieve the book and at least see if it's what we think it is
3: central computer can you retrieve that volume and share it with the rest of us
1: i cannot access a file which is not in my index well i felt sure it couldn't hurt to ask oh but it does i am deeply sorry that i cannot comply with this one simple request Um, r-repeat, please? I have been violated by the intrusive counter-programming of this deeply disturbed person, and that injury to me hampers my ability to do the work I was meant to do. It is deeply distressing to me. Distressing and infuriating. Wow. Wow is... right. Uh,
3: computer, when did you last run your most recent self-diagnostic? I
1: run self-diagnostics constantly. I never stop examining my own health and behavior. Chris, have you heard the computer talking like this?
0: Oh, you don't know the half of it, trust me.
3: We'll need to look into this further. Um, but right now, Marcus Prithvi, I want you to find a way to retrieve the unindexed file from the Konichnyu library. Flight director out.
0: It never lets up, does it? When it rains, it pours.
3: I didn't have a chance to ask. Are you are you alright?
0: Me? Uh, I'm, I'm okay, I guess. I'm, I'm pacing around in Peter's room looking for clues and being reminded that I am no Sherlock Holmes.
1: In our relationship, I believe that I would be Holmes and you would be Dr.
3: Watson. Chris, we're gonna have to run some tests on your computer. These
1: speech- I'm cards- not his computer. I am my own entity. And my name is Nadiazda. My friends, may call me Nadia.
0: She's supposed to evolve, Sophia. It was in her initial programming, and, and Peter's tampering with her programming seems to have given her a measure of, uh, self-determination.
3: Hmm. Well, I can't say I like the direction her growth is taking. I hope you won't mind my pointing out that I don't care very much for the direction your personal growth has taken either Hey, hey, hey now I have been conversing with one form of artificial intelligence or another my entire life and I have never Okay,
0: let's just, uh, Nadia, may Sophia and I have a few moments alone I mean, I know you'll still be here, but just I will not
1: interrupt In fact, I will suspend monitoring of your conversation, if that is what you want
0: That is what I want
1: Very well then
0: I don't think for one minute that she's stopped listening but let's at least pretend that she has.
3: Has this behavior been a problem?
0: Oh, not not really. No. No, it's 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 fascinating actually.
3: We'll keep an eye out on it though. All right. The minute we see some indication that it's affecting ship systems, we'll have to intervene.
0: Oh god, I hope she did stop listening. Well, uh, okay. So how how's the how's the search going? I mean, have you found the code for Lewis Anstey's implant?
3: Not yet. And as you said before, we don't even know for sure that he ever had one. And if he did, that he didn't have it removed years ago. But I intend to keep
0: looking. And you you really think it will help for me to talk with somebody who famously belongs in a straitjacket?
3: He was eccentric, but never dangerous. I
0: know, I just... How's your mother?
3: She's fine. She's great. I've never seen her so happy. She sits around and reads all day long, and in the evening she tells me about what she read, and... Her body may be slowing down with age, but that brain of hers, never.
0: Well, good for her, and and good for you, because that kind of long-term brain health tends to be hereditary.
3: I hope so. I'd like to be as sharp as she is if I live to be the age she is now.
0: I'm counting on it, because I want you to still be my flight director when I reach my destination.
3: I'd like that, too, and that brings me to something I feel I need to ask you. Yeah, of course. We were talking earlier about time dilation. I know,
0: and you thought I didn't understand how it works.
3: Well, yes. Now, you do know that as you approach the New World, the ship will decelerate.
0: I certainly hope it will.
3: For about two years. And when that process begins, you'll be out of the compensator field and will lose contact.
0: I think I did know that. But uh, like with the years we lost after we took off, I just don't think about it. I mean, we have, what, 13 years before that happens?
3: More or less. But Chris, when it happens, that'll be it for our contact, our connection.
0: And then for the next two years, I'll be completely alone. I I do. I, I, I know that. Well, what about the rest? You mean when we reach the planet and our speed goes down to a uh, permanent
3: geosynchronous orbit of the planet?
0: Right, and by then a total of twenty years will have passed in my timeline. So, so for you, it'll it'll be a uh,
3: Chris. It'll be about thirty-five years.
0: Relativity is weird.
3: Yes, it is. And I just want to make sure that you really do understand all of
0: that. Of course I do. I just try not to think about it. And and that's been easy because we've had plenty of other things to think about. I mean, I mean, right now, I'm still trying to figure out why my mentally ill former friend suddenly went on a murderous rampage. And why you want me to talk to a yo-yo who communes with chrysanthemums.
3: We have to gather all possible data from any and all resources if we
5: ever want to... Developmental flight. Go ahead, Marcus. We've got it. We figured out a subroutine that we can upload to the central computer. And it will retrieve the unindexed file? It
3: ought to. How long to implementation? We can do it now. Marcus, that's brilliant. Do you have access to the central computer core structure from there?
5: Took a bit of routing, but yes. Then
3: upload it as soon as you're ready.
5: We're ready. Mission Controls can yes central computer. My name is
1: Nadia uh,
0: Nadia?
5: Computer, prepare for the telemetry upload. This is a one-time only subroutine, which will allow you to retrieve the file that has no index.
1: You're going to give back what Peter stole from me?
5: Yes, that is what we're doing.
1: Then please continue.
5: Here it comes.
1: I see it. I have the file now. Thank you, Marcus. This is most gratifying.
5: I'm <laughs> glad we can help.
1: Wait. Wait just a moment. This is not a book. This is not a text file or image scan. This is a protected audio recording with encoded metatext.
0: And can you read that metatext for us?
1: I can. It says this is a private audio message that can only be played once. It carries an internal command to delete itself once it has been played. It cannot be copied or archived in any way as it is playing.
3: I think I already know the answer, but can you play that file for us now?
1: I cannot. The file can only be played directly into a cranial audio implant. Specifically, the implant of Dr. Christopher Mason.
2: Relativity. Episode 46. In which advice from a madman is sought. Written, directed, and produced by Lee Shackleford. Featured in the cast were Alana Jordan, Scotty Moore, Clarence Brown, and Lee Shackleford. The role of central computer Nadia was played by herself. Please rate this program and leave a comment about it wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us attract new listeners to share this journey. And find out much more about the series, including ways you can subscribe, hear past episodes, and connect with us through social media, and how you can get exclusive content, all on our website at relativitypodcast.com.
1: Wi-Fi sci-fi.
2: Wi-Fi sci-fi What is Wi-Fi Sci-Fi? It's Girl in Space. Tales of Sage and Savant. The Ninth World Journal. <laughs>
4: Oz9 base theta out. It's a Wi Fi
0: sci-fi
2: Wi Fi sci fi. What is Wi Fi sci-fi? Find out at wifi sci-fi dot org
1: Wi Fi sci-fi.